everybody. Thank you for joining us. We are Unleashed, No Judgments. I'm Jackie. Hi, I'm Tess. As hopefully you know, if you've listened to the first episode. Or if you haven't, now you do know. <laughs> yes, because we are on episode two, which funny enough, my nerves recording the second one is like a hundred times less. I don't know why. Like, I'm looking at you on video and you're my friend. So why is this awkward? Because I know it's getting streamed to potentially as many people want to listen can. Yeah, I I think I'm just learning to get more comfortable just to stop overthinking and just relax and do it. That's my biggest issue. Yeah, I think if I could master that, it would make my fiance a very happy man because he always is like, stop overthinking it. Stop it. Stop it. You're too much. My husband's learned to stop telling me to stop overthinking <laughs> things because I will never stop. Overthinking and anxiety are my two superpowers. <laughs> it's what I do best. And it's also our biggest faults. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, <sighs> but yes, how has your week been? Surprisingly busy, considering I don't have a job anymore. Also, at the same time, boring. I feel like I should have something to do and somewhere to go. So I'm just, I guess, unsure, maybe just a little uneasy because my mind and my body are not used to this yet. So I find myself kind of wandering around the house, just walking back and forth, not sure what to do, trying not to constantly eat all the time because when I'm bored, that's my go-to. I was going to say it's either eating or I was going to ask how many times have you reorganized furniture or decorations in your house yet? Um, thankfully, I haven't gotten to the reorganization yet, but I am starting to look around and nitpick things and throwing things away, shuffling papers or what have yous. And so I guess I'm like reorganizing tables, like our kitchen island. So, oh, okay. I asked that because I used to live with my brother and sister-in-law and my brother's a seasonal worker because he's a wildland firefighter. So they have the winter off because hopefully we don't get to the point where we have a shit ton of wildfires in the winter here in Utah. But I mean, he did work till Christmas this last year. So that was bad. Anywho, he would be off during the winter seasons and he would do the same restless board nitpicking that at least once or twice a week we would get a picture of the dishwasher with like dishes circled drawn on <laughs> with the app that you can do saying this is not supposed to sit this way this is how you're supposed to organize the dishwasher like he would literally be so bored but he would nitpick how we loaded the dishwasher and send us pictures of how he wanted it corrected so I'm glad you're not to that point no not yet I'm also thankfully not to the just doing a full-blown deep clean of the house yet. I hope I don't get that bored. I won't. I hate cleaning. I'll clean when I have to. I need to go through and reorganize all of my drawers because when I was working, I had one dresser drawer designated to just work clothes. That way it was easy to find. Pulled that drawer out. I grabbed everything I needed. Now I don't need that drawer and I can finally unstuff the other three drawers because it's like I'm just kind of shoving things back in to close it, hoping I don't explode the back of it. <laughs> so I need to do that probably this week, maybe. Yeah. See, cleaning for me, if I'm anxious, I start cleaning. I do the same thing. If I'm pissed off, I will start cleaning. I start scrubbing when I'm pissed. Because it helps me have that productivity piece. Or it's just that, like, that restlessness. Or I am the queen of this. I will clean to avoid working out. 
because it's still productive, it still needs to be done. But yeah, I would much rather deep clean and scrub my stove than walk downstairs and get on my bike. I will just take my shoes off and lay on the couch to avoid working out because once that happens, once my shoes are off, once I'm on the couch and I'm not in workout clothes, I'm not going to the gym. My mind is made up. I'm a couch potato tonight. (laughs) Yeah, see, and I just feel so guilty about that couch potato aspect because I am a queen of doing that as well. So that's how I compromise is that, oh, well, I wasn't a couch potato because I scrubbed the oven or I cleaned the bathroom or I (laughs) folded laundry and vacuumed and everything else so yeah and like I said like just a little bit earlier when I'm mad about something I will start scrubbing because I just need to get out my frustration and I can just scrub as hard as I want and it helps a little bit and in the end the kitchen looks good so happy all around (laughs) so overall all around enjoying the unemployed life yes for now yes I just I wish the weather was nicer My last week of working, the weather was beautiful. It's like 70s, 80s. I was so excited to be able to sit outside in the morning, have my coffee, just relax. No, it's been like in the 50s, low 60s and windy. So I've been inside. Although it was nice today, but it's going to be in the 30s tomorrow. So So the snowstorm that we randomly got out west here in Utah that lasted... Wednesday, Thursday, Friday last week has finally started to make its way out to you. Yes. We, in my area, are probably just getting a dusting. But up north, I think they may get inches. I think the most might be like four or six, but that's pretty up north. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah, we thankfully, hopefully, will just be getting a dusting. But I'm just happy I don't have to leave the house. (laughs) Yeah, that's a lovely thing of the unemployment. Well, in your unemployment, this is probably going to make you enjoy it more because my first item that I want to unleash and vent about today is coworkers that gossip. Because I was... I can relate. Not right now, but... I was so... Not anymore, thankfully. (laughs) I was so excited to get into work today because my boss is gone for a week on vacation. So that means no Monday morning staff meeting. So I could just go in and sit down at my computer and take my time getting started up before I started seeing clients. And a coworker immediately walks into my office and starts gossiping about how someone else put in their two weeks notice. And I was like, okay, well, thanks for notifying me because that's kind of a big deal to know. But then she just continued to go off about why, of how a different coworker is apparently an unmedicated borderline and is reacting so poorly and all this stuff and is just taking it out on the one who put in their two weeks and all this shit. And I'm just like, I don't want to hear this. So is anybody going to address the alleged unmedicated employee or no? That's above my pay grade (laughs) is my thought on it. Um, We actually have our boss's boss overseeing our clinic because we are like a little satellite hub from the mothership, as I call it. We're about 45 minutes from where our corporate office is. And so somebody from corporate's trying to finagle that and keep this person putting in their two weeks. But it's also hard to know. I don't have the greatest experience with this coworker who's putting in their notice. (laughs) So... I'm trying to just stay out of it and focus on my clients, focus on my super busy caseload. But she just wouldn't quit. Yeah. um, So I can, I had a coworker who was like that. She always touted minding her own business, not worrying about what anyone else did. And this person 
I'm not even kidding. She knew more about anybody else's business than they did. And if you ever try to tell her something, she would just look at you and essentially tell you to stay in your lane, but then come over to you and do the exact same thing or just her overall attitude was horrendous. She would walk around talking about people, not even being quiet about it. She would take pride in doing it in front of other people. Oh my and God. then she'd come over to you and start doing it. And then I would just kind of be like kind of panicked in a sense that where I don't want these people thinking I'm a part of this. Absolutely. I can't help that I was working and doing my stuff on my station. And she comes over to me and is either gossiping or running her mouth or what have you, not even quietly. And I don't want people to put me in the same category that she's in. I was so... I was bothered by the fact that she didn't care about doing that. It's like, I don't want you to make me look like a bad person. I don't want any part of this. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I just like zoned out for a second. Well, I just heard like a really loud bang downstairs. And mind you, I have noise canceling headphones on. My dog just like jerked up and alerted. But then he laid back down. So I'm just like, do I need to step away and check what the hell just happened downstairs? Or am I just going to stay upstairs for right now? And Oh, two nights ago, we heard it sounded like a knock on our back, like sliding doors. And I looked at Tom and I go, did you hear that? And he goes, yeah, it was probably a bug or a gnat. And I was like, I don't know how big gnats are where you're from. <laughs> But I've never heard a gnat hit a window and make a knocking sound. He's like, oh, I'm like, do you want to go look? He's like, yeah, I'll go look. Fine. <laughs> so I get him finally to go look because I listen to true crime podcasts all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how we bet. So I immediately go to, holy shit, someone's going to kill us. <laughs> That's that noise. They're knocking. They're seeing if we're home. They're going to break in, probably rob and murder us. This is how it ends. So Tom gets up. We both walk into the kitchen. I grab a knife <laughs> and I have it in like the position in my hand where if I have to stab somebody, I can. Unless, of course, I panic and overthink it. And so he looks, opens the door, starts whistling. He goes, it's Coop outside? I was like, I don't think so. He keeps whistling. I'm trying to look around. We don't see anybody because we have a light in our backyard. Uh -huh. We don't really see anybody. He keeps whistling. And I go, do you want us to come inside and we can find Coop? Let's just shut the door. <laughs> Stop so, leaving it open. Someone's going to jump out of the bushes. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> You're making it too easy for the killers. Right? Well, <laughs> make them work for it. The thing is, is that like, I'm just trying to trust my dog right now. Cause usually animal instincts are really good, right? They tell us when something's happening. And so that's why I keep like looking over at him and he just laid his head back down. But mind you, this is the dog who we have people that will walk in through our front door and he'll just be like, Hey, <laughs> like he'll just lift his head and stare at them. Like our friend has a house key still because he used to live in this townhome that we actually bought because he used to rent it from the previous owners and he still has a key and sometimes he'll just come over and hang out and we trust him fully. He's been my fiance's best friend forever, but like he walks up to the door and starts trying to jiggle the door handle. He tries to open it and then realizes that it's locked and my dog's sitting right there just staring as someone standing out there jiggling the door handle. Mind you, we can't see him and doesn't growl, doesn't bark. <laughs> doesn't even stand up just kind of opens his eyes and i'm like you are the shittiest dog card dog in the world yeah thankfully cooper barks at everything but also cooper barks at everything 
And I mean, and at least mine looks intimidating, the whole 100-pound beefy German Shepherd. So hopefully size alone would distract from people. But sorry, I just totally interrupted your story because I'm just hearing these noises past my headphones right now at my house. I'm like, oh, no, my gosh, you're fine. I also <laughs> interrupted your story yeah. with my story, so... <laughs> now Coop is like a 50s no he's like a 70 pound German Shepherd mix so he sounds pretty aggressive and if he doesn't know you he is aggressive he's very very protective yeah I'm I'm partially waiting to see how my dog changes once my baby arrives in a couple months because I think we're gonna see a shift there yeah I don't know because you see all these videos on Facebook and YouTube of how the dogs are just immediately entranced and very protective of their new brother or sister. So hopefully that's how it goes. Yeah, that's what we're hoping. I mean, he will come be a lot more. He's been a lot more snuggly with me since I've gotten pregnant. Yeah, so he probably knows something's going Which, on. So he, I think he knows. Oh my God, speaking of animals that know this, I was going to save this for a whole, for my wholesome moment, but... I'm going to just save it now because I think it's hilarious. I got motorboated by my friend's cat the other day. Oh, my cat rubbed his head on Tom's butt last night, so. <laughs> <laughs> because I was over there and I just had like a low-cut tank top on under my hoodie and I took my hoodie off because it got too hot. And this cat literally walks across the counter and then all of a sudden puts her head straight down between my cleavage and just like sits there and nuzzles and starts purring. And it was so random and so weird. And my friend just started laughing. She goes, is she motorboating you? What the hell is this dog cat doing? And I was like, I don't know, but it's freaking me out. So it just, it made me laugh. She likes what she sees. Cats are feisty like that. No, yesterday or last night, Tom went to go sit down. And Lucky was going to rub his head on his leg. But when Tom moved, Lucky was just started to move his head and the way that tom positioned himself lucky just rubbed his head right on his butt <laughs> nice it's your fault you moved clearly lucky's never in the wrong i don't know if you've talked to lucky but he's always right just deal with it you're fine <laughs> cats do their own thing you cannot tell them any different right he's always there just deal with it no you absolutely can't but what in the world is happening sorry i also noticed that my video camera turned off because listeners were doing this over Skype, and I'm not sure why that my camera was like, it's going to turn off. Jackie doesn't get to see you anymore. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that was my first unleashed venting going back to my original point was gossiping coworkers. I can't deal with it. I didn't want to throw you off with the camera thing, so I just let it go. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> as long as the microphone didn't disconnect, it's fine. Exactly. So, but yeah, gossiping coworkers. And then even then, like later in the day, I'm trying to remember why I walked in because we all have those moments where you walk out of room and you completely forget what it is that you had to say or had to do oh, all the time right all the time and so I go to walk into her office and this is my receptionist and I'm like shit I don't remember what I needed to ask you and she just turns around and she goes oh it's okay we'll come to you are my clients sitting right out there in the lobby I can see them through the window and it's oh my god like you won't believe this this is happening with my daughter and I'm so happy that I got this and this is happening and da 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 da, da. and starts trying to gossip with me about her or just Tell me about her life drama that happened. Yeah, because you're not working or anything. You don't have anything I'm else to working. do. I'm not working. My client is literally not sitting on the other side of the glass. No, no, that's that's not your client. That's just a rando. I was like, what in the... I just like stared at her. I was like, I need to go get my client. Oh. Don't you have work to do, lady? But I was just like, what in the world are you... Like, why is this okay? 
Like, I get it. I'll go in and talk with my coworkers about personal things. But literally, as I'm walking up to get a client, I just swung into her office because I meant to ask her a question and forgot. And then you think that it's... That didn't mean that it was social time. <laughs> I was coming in to ask you a question about a probation officer. That's what it was. <laughs> and if he, she had contact information for a specific one. So it just... No, it threw me off. But I'm sure you don't miss that at all. No. No, ma'am, I do not. <laughs> Although I... Like, I'm kind of at the point where I don't even want to watch TV. So I've just been watching YouTube videos. And all the YouTube videos I've been watching are either unboxing videos or makeup dupes, which makes me want to buy stuff. And then I realize I have no income. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't quite work. Because those unboxing subscription videos are, they get a lot of interesting stuff in there. And it's stuff that I would like. And the makeup dupes. Also, stuff that I would like. So I start looking it up. I'm looking up on the internet. I'm looking it up on Amazon, putting the stuff in my wish list, only to kind of get depressed because I can't buy this stuff. And I'm sure when Christmas comes around, either it won't be available or I won't want it anymore. So, Which I mean, if Christmas comes around and you don't want it anymore, then you weren't meant to have it. That's true. <laughs> That's one way to help. That is true. I always have that luck where I put stuff in my wish list for Christmas. Christmas comes around and I still want it, but it's not available anymore. And they don't know when it's going to be available. So that's my luck. Yeah. With that stuff. That's not fun. I think I've had stuff on my Christmas wish list for like multiple years now and nobody keeps buying it. Oh. And it's, it'll be like thoughts of dog calendar. So I just update the year. Then (laughs) never gets bought. And it's a cheap (laughs) item. It's not like I'm asking for... I don't know, a TV or something. I'm like, can I just have this cute calendar with thoughts of dog? No, you don't get that. No. So what do you have for to vent about then or to unleash other than not being able to buy things that you want to buy because you're doing it to yourself? <sighs> so other than vol- being voluntarily poor, <laughs> um, no. <laughs> no, um, so we were doing yard work the other day. And the first time we do yard work is usually the longest because you're cleaning all the sticks out from the yard that fell. You have to do the weed eating. Get up all the leaves and the dog poop that was hidden under the leaves and the snow. Yes, and then pick out any weeds that you don't want that are growing. So we did the stick portion. That took a while. Then moved on to weed eating. I always do the weed eating. Tom will do the mowing. Sometimes I don't know why I choose the weed eating. It's not always that much easier. No. You always have to have long pants on. I remember the terrible mistake that I made before trying to weed eat with shorts on and then just scratches. Like, mind you, I'm a klutz. Oh, same. I run into door jams. I trip over flat ground. I somehow cut myself doing God knows what. And I have countless bruises, so... Oh, I stopped (laughs) wondering where these bruises come from. (laughs) So the weed eating. So... Yeah, so the weed eating is just not that fun. No, it's not. And, well, last year we were getting married, so weed eating was super stressful for me because if I take one thing to the face, that's going to scar. Not going to look great in pictures. That was always my worry. Yeah. Thankfully, that didn't happen. But, yeah, long pants. I would put contacts in, wear sunglasses. So this year I'm doing it. Well, the last year, the first time I did it, I didn't do it right because I never weed eated before. So I had to go back and redo everything. Oh. So this year I knew what I was doing. I was prepared and it was going well until it wasn't. 
I was going to say, I'm waiting for a butt there because it feels like a butt is coming. So I have my headphones in, listening to my favorite murder. As you should, because it's amazing. It is. Yeah. The podcast last year, My Favorite Murder, Wine and Crime, and, and This Is Why We Drink, essentially got me through 2020. Oh, yeah. But back to this. So everything's going well. It's going pretty quick. I'm moving up. I'm doing like the sidewalk in front of the door. I picked up all the sticks yesterday, so I didn't think to look for anything. And then I hear this bang. We have double glass doors on our front of the house. But there's also like actual doors behind them. So they're kind of like French style, maybe storm doors, I think. So I look behind me and I just had one door in my vision and I didn't see anything. So I was like, all right, that's cool. Maybe it just hit the pole or hit like the frame of the door. Then I turn my head just slightly to the right and I'm looking at the store. Something doesn't look right. So I walk over to it. This motherfucker is shattered oh no (laughs) so that what the loud bang was there was a hole in the bottom of the glass door but whatever hit it must have hit it so hard because it was shattered all the way up to the top we still don't know what it was i didn't even see anything i literally saw nothing there was no rock i saw no stick i don't know what it was i go back well first i kind of pause and panic yeah thinking holy shit tom is gonna kill me Oh my gosh, I just shattered our door. <sighs> well, it's that instant guilt, that instant anxiety, that instant like, God damn it. And of course, anxiety and overthinking, you immediately turn it on yourself, right? It's not, damn it, this happened. It's, oh my God, it's all my fault and I'm a horrible person. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I felt horrible. So I'm walking into the backyard very slowly. I'm in no hurry to get there. <laughs> so eventually I arrive. To said backyard. It's like you had to tell your mom you got detention. (laughs) So I get his attention. I was like, babe, you're going to kill me. And he was like, what? What happened? I was like, I didn't mean to. It was an accident. I love you so much. I shattered the glass door. What? I don't know. I was weed eating. Everything was going well. And all of a sudden, I just heard this loud bang. And I look back, and the the window is shattered. So he walks around to look at it. I mean, it's kind of shattered. It's spiderwebbed all the way up, essentially. So... We go to touch it, and this thing is going to come down. It is not structurally sound. It is bad. So we spent probably an hour cleaning it because, again, we have a dog. We don't want this dog to get glass in its little paws. Yeah, absolutely not. We tried to open the other door and go into the house because there's two doors. So we opened the left door to try to get the broom, get what we needed. We didn't realize how sensitive this window was because as soon as we moved like any of the doors the glass just shattered so when we opened the door because the glass was shattered on both sides Uh it fell into the living room oh no the living room has carpet and these are tiny tiny shards so we're vacuuming sweeping i'm panicking going on to like home depot's website trying to find replacement glass they don't do that by the way (laughs) so now you just get to buy a whole new door Well, no, not necessarily. Oh, okay. So I was looking at the other door and there's two long like strips of plastic on either side 
of the window. So those once you take those out, you can take the frame out, the window frame, and put a new pane in there. Oh, okay. So we are having a window company come out tomorrow, and we've got quotes from two others, and we're waiting on another window company to call us back. You know, I know you were bored with this unemployment, but you didn't need to go break a window, so you had something to do. Yes, I did. <laughs> didn't need to happen. Well, I don't want to clean the house, so my only other option is to shatter this window on quote-unquote accidents. I mean, you can always make me caramel rolls and then just ship them out to Utah for me. (laughs) I am not doing that. No, no. So. No. (laughs) Hell no. Hard pass, you know, hard pass. I have to go shatter, I mean, weed eat and get another window, so... Yeah, there you go. You well, got that. Well, no, what sucks is... Now you have something to do. Well, what sucks, though, is that this we don't know the brand of these windows or doors. We bought the house. The doors were there, as they are when you buy a house, when it's already built and it's been there for a while. Um, yeah. Yeah. Usually that's the thing. So the they have this nice kind of etching on the windows, and none of these companies do etching. Huh. So we're either going to have one mismatched window pane, which isn't a big deal, honestly. We don't really get that many visitors, and it's it's just a window. Or we buy two, but I think we'll probably just do the one for now, and then when we sell the house at some point, then we'll just we'll probably just replace the entire doors. Yeah, that's a good way to think about it. But sorry that you shattered the window. It's just yeah, me too. Really ruined the afternoon, kind of. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Had a lot more um, errands to run. There we go. But it, maybe it's kind of nice that that's what you have to vent about this week. It's not craziness. It's not really crappy coworkers. It's not old ladies being all up on your business in the grocery store. Oh, yeah. That bitch owes me dinner, by the way. <laughs> Goodness. How do you shower after that? Oh, yes. Three times. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah, no, I haven't done something like that yet, but that just reminded me when I was living with my in-laws before we bought this townhome that we're in. I opened up the window because like where our mother-in-law apartment was, it was like a half ground apartment where the windows were right above the base of the ground, but I could open it up and my lovely dog could come put his head through my bathroom window and get some snuggles and love before I jumped in the shower. And I opened the window and it's just cracked oh, no. and spider webbed and broken. I was like, what, what the fuck happened? What? Like, I'm just staring at it. And then I was like, I had to go upstairs to my father-in-law and do the same thing. Like, it wasn't even me. It was just, uh, there's a broken window. I don't know how it happened. (laughs) But it's just still that angst and anxiety of just even having to tell somebody that you found something broken. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And honestly, with the rest of the weed eating, because I still had the majority of the yard to go, at this point, I was now traumatized and terrified that I was going to fling up another rock. Oh, I'm sure. Or what have you. So on around our house, we have like like a rock bed going around with like flowers and bushes in it. Uh-huh. Somehow these rocks made their way into the on the other side of our sidewalk. And I never realized this. So now paranoid Jackie is going around and feeling for any kind of rocks. And thankfully I did because there was a lot. Because there was a lot. And we had the garage door open because we were going back and forth from the backyard to the other yard, front yard. Uh-huh. And I'm standing in between me and the cars, weed eating, because I don't want another what have you to fly up and bust a windshield or something. So I'm just getting pelted with little rocks or gravel. Oh, yeah. 
So I am assuming that I probably had some scratches on my leg from that. <laughs> Tom was like, what are you, why are you doing that? I'm like, I don't want to bust a windshield. I can, I'll take the hit. <laughs> At this point, just, just let me get through this. I can go inside and cry or whatever. But I just, I feel bad because since we're missing a window, we can't open the door because Cooper loves to look out the front door. Yeah. And now we can't do that. Oh. I know. And his sister got us this really cute door hanger that has our last name and it has established 9-5-2020, which was our wedding date. Oh, okay. And because we're missing that window, we decided... Can't hang it up either. Yeah. We decided to bring it in because even though we have a kind of a unique last name, people are assholes and will basically steal anything. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so... There's that. And I'm sure weed eating in the future is just going to be the most stressful thing I do. It's going to board up all the windows. <laughs> yeah, that just reminds me of my mother-in-law last year. Love her, adore her. Sometimes she doesn't think too much. She wanted to be helpful while we were doing a bunch of yard work. And so we hear the weed eater start. We're watching her and she's going around the edge of the fence. And we're like, okay, great. That's fine. And my in-laws have like a p all gravel driveway and we don't park in the garage because the garage is like where the gym is and everything else. <laughs> like it's all just storage. So we park it in the driveway in the gravel and she's weed eating all the plants that have just popped up through the gravel while walking around the five cars in the driveway. And we're like, Marla, go away. Get away from like, what are you doing? <laughs> she's like, what? I'm just helping you. And I was like, we appreciate it but you're literally seven inches from my car and a foot from your car weed eating between them why <laughs> you know what i mean like why <laughs> just just pull the weeds up use your hands or move the cars or that too or spray <laughs> let's move the cars and then you could just spray the entire thing or let's not worry about it because we live in the fucking country <laughs> you have seven horses and a goat People just drive out to where you live to be like, look at their driveway. Look at all those weeds. <laughs> like, come on. But anywho, sorry, that's another reminded me of. And I guess like, not that I'm needing to vent about my mother-in-law, but it's just kind of my segue for me about my second thing that I wanted to bring up. I was going to ask. You're going to ask what? How was that bridal shower? Yeah, there we go. I don't remember if I mentioned it last <laughs> week, but yes, had a one, the first of three different showers I have planned over the next couple months. This last weekend was my bridal shower for my in-laws side of the family only. And mind you, originally it was because of COVID stuff, but also for the mere fact that our families are fucking huge. So on my side of the family, my mom is one of six kids, all of which are married and have their own kids. My dad is one of five with one deceased, so he has three sisters. And on my fiance's side, his dad is one of 14 children. Oh, that's so many. And his mom is one of six. So, I mean, that alone, just aunts and uncles, even if they're unmarried on my fiance's side, is 20 people. <laughs> and so let's add on the fact that they're all married and they have kids and they have grandkids. And so we, when we're trying to make the guest list for our wedding, we averaged, it would be about 300 people just if we did family members alone invited. That is so many people. So we split it into two different bridal showers because COVID, but also numbers to make it smaller. So it's not like, oh, we're going to invite just the ladies and still have a hundred people show up. 
of the ones that would. So I had about 20 people, but I had the lovely awkwardness of, hi, this is the bride. Mind you, I've met maybe four of the 20 people that showed up. This is the bride, hi, and it's my mother-in-law, and she's trying to be really sweet. So this is my mom's brother's wife's daughter-in-law. So basically my cousin. You guys should have gotten name tags. <laughs> I was like, so why didn't you just say cousin? Oh, this is my mom's sister's son's wife. Or this is my mom's brother's son. Or my mom, no, I mean my mom's brother's daughter. And I'm like, so your cousin. Like, why are we? <laughs> yeah, it sounds like she was trying to describe who they were the best she could without probably realizing you have a lot going on that day. Oh, yeah. What is the easiest way to describe who these strangers are to you? <laughs> oh, yeah. And like, or, or to her. Super sweet. Super thankful that they were willing to throw the shower. But it was just so much. I'm already meeting all these people. I'm trying to remember names. I hate being in the spotlight. And then I'm just getting dragged around and introduced. My poor mother came, which I'm so thankful for. But she was also then put in the spotlight. Oh, and this is the mother of the bride. And da 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 da. So, like, yay, I love being a circus monkey. <laughs> Just having to meet all these people and, uh Nothing like feeling super awkward at your own party. Oh, even worse, I was late to my own party and I hate being late because... <laughs> Aren't you supposed to be? Fashionably late, make an entrance, you're the star, this is your party. Not in my family. <laughs> Not in my family. And if you guys grew up that way, I am jealous because before it was, oh, you showed up on time. You were interrupting prayer for my mom's side of the super Mormon family. So I was late to my own party. My mom beat me there. I was only like eight minutes late, mind you. So not terribly. Girl, I hosted my bridal shower and I was late. <laughs> I was, I live here. So for mine, it was during super COVID times and my bridesmaid that was throwing it. Her coworker tested positive for COVID. Oh, no. So very last minute. The party was Saturday. No, it was Sunday. <laughs> the party was Sunday, but we found out on Friday. So we had to make all these phone calls and arrangements and clean. But I, because we were still doing things to get ready in that, that morning, I hadn't even started getting ready yet and people were showing up. So at least you didn't live there. Lovely. Yeah. So, so that was fun. I'm social awkward trying to meet these people. And then like my grandma's like, oh, well, not my grandma, my fiance's grandma, basically like mine now because I'm adopting her. She's lovely. And <laughs> she's like, oh, there's some mail for you. I was like, what? She's like, yeah. So people weren't able to make it to the shower. So they were super sweet and just mailed you a card. Oh, that's nice. So super sweet. Love it to death. And I'm not trying to, I'm not like venting about this, I guess, in a bad way. I guess it was just more the pressure of last night sitting down and having to write thank you cards to people who I have never met before that just like Venmoed me money or sent a card to my fiance's grandmother's house where the shower was being held so I could get it. And then having to send a thank you to my whomever it was. Yeah, because I mean... You want to make it personalized, but it's hard to personalize something to a stranger. Yeah, exactly. And my fiance, mind you, Cole could not for the life of him, like, tell me who these people are. I was like, hey, who is this person? Uh, a family member? Yeah, 
no shit, but are they on like your mom's side? Are they on your dad's side? Like, who is it? He goes, I don't know. Yeah, Tom has a very large family. So God bless his mom. I love her so much. Her and his dad were doing their very best to try to inform me of who all these people were, who they were to them. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I'll figure it out. But the good thing about when it's your wedding reception, you can just be like, oh, it's so great to meet you. I forgot your name. I have so much going on. I'm so sorry. You have you have that excuse. And mind you, I don't really have that excuse right now because it's a lot of people that were at the shower. But it was a lot of people, though. It was a lot of people. So there's that. But yeah. And then my mother. Love her. You guys will hear me talk about her a lot. She's very sweet. I'm the youngest and her only daughter. So she had qualms about it being a cash or Venmo shower. Yeah, essentially a wishing well shower. Yeah, I've never heard of that term before, but sure. Where it was just basically like, hey, we live together. We own a house together. We bought this house last July. So a lot of the stuff that we have in it is new. Yeah, we never heard of wish. I never heard of wishing well wedding until we were doing our invitations and for our wedding because we didn't want gifts. Like you said, you've been living together back in the day. People didn't generally live together before marriage. So going into marriage, they didn't have anything. Yeah. Now we've either lived with our significant other for some time or we've lived on our own. So we've acquired and accumulated pretty much everything we need for our house. Yeah, exactly. And that's where we were too, because not only did we live together before, both of us had lived outside of the home. So it was like, okay, how many sets of pots and pans do we have? What all cups and utensils like we had everything and we're not I don't need the newest and the best we also live in a town home so I'm not gonna register for stuff that I don't need or don't have space for is I think the bigger thing is that one of our friends tried to advise us of oh well why don't you just ask for the things that like you want but you don't want to buy yourself like that quesadilla maker that you plug in or this specific kitchen utensil or whatever it may be and I'm like because I don't have room for it (laughs) I don't have space to store this in my house if I do get a bunch of that stuff. Yeah, and you don't want to ask somebody to go out and buy you something just so you can later go back and return it or exchange it or what have you. Or if it's like, cool, yeah, I really want this espresso machine that I'll maybe use twice and then post on a local Facebook yard sale. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm not that type of person. So anyway, my mom hates these, hates these showers, hates people asking for money. And, but this upcoming weekend, I have another shower that is a baby and bridal shower combined because my mom, which I understand only wants to throw one shower or my aunt does or whatever. They just found out easier. I said, that's fine. I don't care. And so I did do a baby registry because this is my first child and I don't have a lot of stuff and they need a lot of shit. (laughs) From what I hear, they do. Yes. (laughs) And so my mom called me one day and she's like, Hey, I think you should maybe put on some things for a bridal registry on your baby registry just for you, like something that you may want, even if it's something small that you do want to maybe replace because then that way if people want to see it for the bridal side of your gifts and not just make it a baby registry, they can do that for our shower. And I was like, you know what? That logically makes sense. Like I get that. And I was checking out my registry because on, I have a Target registry and Amazon registry, but I only registered for bridal stuff on my Target one. They actually showed, it shows you which items have been purchased already off your registry. And I noticed a couple of my bridal shower things got, of my bridal request got purchased. And I'm like, oh, cool. It worked out. 
Nope, it was my mother. <laughs> she showed up to the cash-only, Venmo-only bridal shower with gifts in hand for me to open in front of everybody and then explain to everybody, oh yeah, I found Aunt Tessa's registry. I tricked her into registering for bridal shower stuff because I hate these ones where they ask for money. So I had her do this <laughs> so I could just buy her these gifts. So, so that was my question. Did she buy this stuff because she just legitimately didn't want to do what you had just asked her to do? Or did she do that to make herself look better? I think she did it because she legitimately hates the cash-only receptions. I mean, or showers. And I told my mom, you don't need to get me anything. I've already had a crib delivered to my house from her. I've had a crib mattress delivered to my house from her. I know for damn well she already has a whole stack of clothing for my child. <laughs> She's already given me random maternity clothes that she'll find on sale. So she's already given me so much that I told her I just wanted her to come attend so she could actually meet my mother-in-law and my grandmother-in-law and my sister-in-law because she hasn't met them yet. Well, she hasn't met my sister-in-law yet. So yeah, that's all I want her there for. So she did it just because she hates the cash registries. <laughs> but of course it causes a huge uproar because everybody's like, wait, you're registered somewhere? We didn't know that. We would have looked at the registry. Why didn't you tell us there was a registry? Da, 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 da. It only said Venmo on the invitation. So all these ladies start panicking and I'm just sitting there like, nope, she cheated off my baby registry for my next showers. My mom was also very unhappy with the cash only slash wishing well wedding for our bridal shower. We asked for just gift cards because, again, we couldn't go anywhere. It was, I think at this point, maybe August, July or August. Okay. So COVID was still very much a thing, which, I mean, I'm not saying it isn't now, but this is pre-vaccine. And a lot of things weren't open or at capacity or doing dine-in. So we just got gift cards and, you know, we can go whenever we want or we can use them for like the Home Depot, we can use that for what I use to build my little podcast studio or the next door I'm going to shatter. I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> but whenever I was telling her about the Wishing Well wedding, how we weren't going to do a registry, my mom legitimately didn't understand. She at one point told me that we were being tacky. <laughs> No, we're not being tacky. And I, again, had to explain to her why we weren't registering for gifts. Gifts that we don't need. Why would we make somebody... It's still tacky. <laughs> well, we're tacky people, so deal with it, Tess. I got I got tacky. I got... It's tacky. <laughs> oh, it's... I thought you were calling me tacky. <laughs> no, I got tacky, too. So you and I can be tacky together. <laughs> we are tacky together with our casually wedding. Well, fuck you, Tess. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no i was like all right damn okay fine yeah we are tacky geez sorry <laughs> we you and me not you and tom you and me oh my gosh i miss her already. i'm so sorry <laughs> no you are good uh, we were starting to get a little super serious there maybe that's what we needed <laughs> that was hilarious oh that was funny no so i finally after months of telling her we don't need any more pots and pans. When I moved in, he had pots and pans. I had pots and pans. Now we have so many pots and pans and plates. Essentially, when we moved in, when we combined, we had two of everything. Two dogs, two cats. I brought the cats and one dog. But we also had two of everything else. 
We don't need a third. We don't have anywhere to put these things. No, you don't even need the second. <laughs> no, we don't even use like my plate. We don't use my stuff because we didn't need to. Like he has nice stuff. So there's no, so my stuff is literally just collecting dust. Yeah. Which reminds me, my neighbor is doing a yard sale for St. Jude. So I will probably just donate all my stuff. Go for it. That's a lovely cause. I mean, I don't have a need for it. Yeah, it absolutely is. So, but yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't see past the whole, I could see past it obviously because I got past it, but it was just so frustrating. Just in that moment, I'm sitting there with everybody staring at me as I'm opening these gifts awkwardly because I got like three of them because my sister-in-law also brought me a little gift and I was like, well, and I'm sure you felt bad too because will you stop? Geez, like, sorry. No, not you. No, I was thinking that. I was like, I love my mother, but it just everybody's like, oh, so. No, I thought you were talking to uh to the puppy. The puppy? No, he's over asleep at the bottom of the stairs. Oh, I have Lucky asleep on the floor right now. So. So yeah, so it just yeah. There's I guess a little bit more just like cool. Let me complain about my absolute first world problems of getting gifts. (laughs) (laughs) It's just more the concept. Poor Tess getting all these gifts (laughs) of how I it was just so awkward the social awkwardness and I'll save this brings up my other wholesome moment that I thought I was hilarious I will save that for the end but y'all can remember gift registry for wholesome unless that's rough because all she had to do was just listen to what you said and she could have gotten you a gift card to a baby place or she should have just listened to what I said. I said, you don't need to get me anything because you're literally throwing me a shower six days later. Six days later. My gosh, you have so much going on right now. You poor thing. Oh, yeah. I got this a baby bridal shower on Saturday, which I actually am excited for. My fiance has his next pro MMA fight a week from Saturday. And so now we're in the hectic of people wanting tickets and we're almost sold out. And getting money in ticket sales. And then that puts us at our four-week mark until our wedding. And holy shit. <laughs> That's the time where you need to be relaxing. And try. Or at least finishing getting the final touches kind of taken care of, which was not at all what our wedding timeline was like. And I will go into that another episode because that's a whole. that was a whole thing. Well, that could be our whole, that could be a whole episode because that's going to be one point where it's in the back of my mind where I know I need to sit down and literally write down all the small details that I need to finish getting ready and wrapped up. But it's been so anxiety producing. I'm like, I'm going to go clean. (laughs) I don't want to think about this. I'm going to paint. I'm going to refinish a mirror for the nursery. If only we lived closer, I would invite you over because you can come clean my house. (laughs) And you can plan my wedding. And I'll plan your wedding because... As you'll learn in another episode, we essentially planned three of our own weddings. Oh, God. Thank you, COVID. Thank you, COVID. COVID is, it's been a fun one for us. It's been good, I guess. I don't know. It's been a lot. I will, I will say our wedding day turned out, oh my gosh, absolutely perfect. So there is that. Yeah, I'm hoping so. I will be 30 weeks pregnant and... But I saw your dress and it's so pretty. Yay, I hope I, well, you could see that it was a little bit too big, but I will get there. My baby bump finally popped out. To a point, I think the waist will still need to be cinched and taken in, but it should be easy to take in. So how, like, because alterations 
can't really be done like day of. Are you going to have them put elastic in there for have a little bit of stretch? I, that's on my list. I need to find an alterations person. I mean, I have a great one, but I don't, I don't think it's going to work. Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of live in St. Louis and I can't really fly out there. I'm in Utah. So I'm sure for the right price, she'll come to you. Yeah. But I, uh, I would probably just, you know, just find someone out your way. My sister-in-law posted about it on Facebook asking. So I, I will find one. She said she had a couple in town and I'm hoping, cause I'm not going to change that much over like four or five days. I'm hoping that they will let me come in maybe like the week before, get a rough estimate. And then I actually have the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off before my wedding on that Saturday. So even if it's possible for me to drive wherever I need to on that Wednesday and say, send it in and take it however you need. But that's super hopeful, wishful thinking, not understanding how people are. So so does your dress have a whole lot of like beading or anything like that on there? On the front it does. And there is a small row of hand sewn beading just around the line where the waist, because for everybody who obviously doesn't see pictures, it is a low back, it's a backless dress that wrapped around my waist. So my dress had a lot of beading on it, had a lot of beadwork. However, the way it was designed, that could actually detach from the rest of the dress for alteration purposes. Does yours do that? I don't know enough about dresses, so maybe. (laughs) Yeah, I, um, because I know you did not go wedding dress shopping. However, when I was, that was one of the things they told me which thankfully I really didn't need to have almost any alterations. I bought my dress a size up because I like to eat. Um, not super huge into working out. And you just kind of eat. Sometimes you just never know like what your body's going to do. And thankfully I did because COVID happened and all the gyms were closed. And quite frankly, I completely forgot about the wedding dress. It had been so long. Yeah. That I completely forgot about it. I wasn't dieting. I was eating whatever I wanted eating more than I should. So I actually grew into my wedding dress. Yeah, it actually worked out pretty well. (laughs) Perfect. So, but yeah, so I have a lot going on. We should survive it. Listeners in advance, you'll hear mainly about wedding, baby, and fight life because that has been my top three outside of work and work. So I guess, and family. So yeah, it's going to be all sorts of fun. Oh, I also, this was another thing. I also had a friend forget about my bridal shower and just not show up. Oh my gosh, I did too. So she was supposed to be my saving grace at my in-law bridal shower because I didn't invite any friends to this in-law bridal shower because I needed myself to be in an awkward situation of not clinging to the people that I know and ignoring all the people that I didn't. Oh, yeah. Because I will go to my safety net of, oh, you're my person that I know. I'm just going to sit and talk to you and ignore my mother-in-law's aunt's daughter. You know what I mean? Because I don't know them and we're friends. Yeah, I... I do the same thing. I stick to my comfort zone. Yeah. So she's out of town this weekend, though, when my friends are invited to my bridal baby shower. So she was invited to this last one. I was like, cool, I'll have a buffer. I'll still push myself outside of it. And she just never showed up. And so I made the aggressive move of, hey, really missed it at my bridal shower today through a text. And I go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so, so sorry. And then that's it. Nothing else. Yeah, my uh, my friend just got the date wrong. Oh. She texted me or messaged me later on that day saying like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I got the date wrong. I was like, um, I, okay. I did not ask. I just assumed you didn't come, but cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cole, 
my fiance for everybody. I'm going to try and just keep referring to him as Cole. He, um, he showed up a day late to his best friend's wedding. Oof. Showed up on their front porch and was like, hey guys, you ready to get married today? And they're like, that was yesterday. Awkward. Because <laughs> he was coming in town from college and he went out of state for college and yeah, poor, poor Cole. Which I mean, not talking shit. They're getting divorced now. So maybe it was a... Maybe it was for the best. <laughs> maybe it was for the best. Or maybe it's his fault because they didn't have his blessing. That's true. Being there the day of. And so he jinxed the wedding. So it's all Cole's fault. No, <laughs> absolutely not. They have so, so many more problems outside of that. Sorry, I'm just making notes for myself. You're fine. I know you can't see me and my beautiful face right now. My computer just said, you have to update in order to do this. And I was like, I'm not going to update my computer in the middle of recording right now. So Jackie gets to stare at blackness. Oh my gosh. Speaking of computer updates, I was finishing editing episode one and I did not know how to save a project on Audacity yet. So I just kept it open because I didn't want to mess anything up. And I had, I'm really slow at editing because I'm new to it. So I probably did about two and a half hours, three hours on Monday two and a half to probably three and a half hours on Tuesday and I was almost done. So Wednesday morning, I went downstairs getting ready to finish editing it, open up my laptop. It says updating, do not shut down. Normally when it updates, whatever I was looking at on the internet still up, whatever apps I was using are still open, nothing really changes. So I didn't think too much of it, but I still had this worry in the back of my head back in my mind that something something's not gonna go right so it finishes updating and I'm looking at the bottom of the screen where my open apps are audacity is not there oh no it was gone it shut it down and didn't save anything oh no I was so I was I was mad I was mad at myself mostly and I was just upset and kind of panicked I started crying a little bit my Tom walks in what's wrong? What's going on? And I tell him and he was like, are you sure? (laughs) Yes, I'm sure. Are you kidding me? Well, I guess I didn't know if he had thought that maybe it saved itself, like Microsoft Word or whatever will save its projects. So he kind of goes in, tries looking for it. It's not there. He's like, well, did you save it? I was like, no, I no. It's like, why didn't you save it? I don't know how to save it. I barely, I'm still learning how to use this thing. Yes, I should have looked up if I could save it. I just didn't. Because I didn't think that my computer was going to do this. Right. Oh. So, yes, it was on me. And I knew that. And that's why I was so mad at myself. Was it? Did you allow yourself an early morning cocktail on that day because you are unemployed? I walked upstairs. I looked at Tom. I go, I want to start drinking. I go, if it wasn't 9 a.m. on a Wednesday, I would have a drink. (laughs) But unemployed life. (laughs) That's true. But I'm not quite there yet, I guess. We'll see what happens this time. If it happens again, there will be morning cocktails. If I get a picture of just a cocktail or, hey, Irish coffee, put some Baileys in there, put some Jameson in there, you are golden. Irish coffee, no coffee. (laughs) Clue into coffee. Baileys into coffee is great. Mimosas are a thing. I just send you pictures. No, I just send you videos of me just pounding shots at this point. Yeah, when you were like, I I may have cried a little. I was like, fuck that. I would have cried so hard. 
And Tom was doing his best to comfort me. Like he just, he didn't know what to do. So he's just rubbing my back, kind of being like, there, there, little buddy. It's going to be okay. (laughs) And so I finally, let's just call it compose myself. And I was like, I look at him, I go, how do I save this project? And we look at it, we figure it out together. Essentially, he basically just shows me what to do. He didn't really know what to do either, but we just recorded ourselves doing something. Click save project. And because it's confusing because it basically, when I clicked save project at first, the message that came up kind of made me think that I couldn't save it. So I just didn't do it. Yeah. But I didn't realize that, I guess I just didn't take the time to learn or understand that you can save the project to open back up and Audacity and finish it. Okay. So now I know what to do. So. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad you know what to do because then you can edit this one with ease. (sighs) That's the goal. We'll see. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So that, that made for, I did have a drink afterwards. Good. As you should. I texted him. I was like, hey, I'm almost done. Can you come down real quick? And I just wanted, I needed help with something. I forgot. Oh, um, my OneDrive was full and I didn't understand why it was full because it wasn't showing that it was full, but it wasn't backing up anything. So I asked him to come down and we just couldn't figure it out. So we just said, fuck it. He goes, can I get you a drink? I was like, yes. Yes, you can. Yeah. So he's like, do you want a drink? And I was like, no, I need to, I need to get dinner going. He's like, because you need a drink. Let me make you a drink. Good, good husband keep that one around i was like all right gin and tonic thank you (laughs) (laughs) please and thank you oh oh listener request not listener request (laughs) podcaster recommendation there we go to not only you jackie but also to all listeners that enjoy gin it's an expensive bottle but it is literally the best gin i've ever tasted like i could drink this neat I could drink this on the rock. No tonic needed. No soda needed. No juice. Like, drink this gin straight. It is Monkey 47 dry gin. It is incredible. I got this gin for Tom's birthday a couple years ago. It's called Builder's Gin. Okay. I believe it's out of Kansas City, Missouri. Or Kansas City, Kansas City. Nope, sorry. Kansas City, Kansas. (laughs) It is so smooth that we would just drink it over ice. Or I think even by itself, it's just so smooth. No, that's amazing. I'll have to try that once I am no longer with child. I know that you could get it at Total Wine. I don't know where else it would be available. Well, most alcohols are not available in Utah. Not most, but a lot aren't. Um, Like this gin, if I want it, I either have to drive to Nevada or Wyoming to get it. Because Utah has a very limited selection. And then also being in Utah, you cannot have liquor shipped to you. Like, even if I join a wine club, it will ship to the closest liquor store. So, you will have to send me the name. And I guess that's a new thing we're going to do on this podcast to start making those type of recommendations. Because they are amazing. But yeah, Monkey 47 Dry Gin. It is hands down incredible. Super tasty. Super good. Yeah, and I think the Builder's Gin was relatively inexpensive. See, and that's always nice too. But yeah, anything else for you this week in the venting moment before we get to our wholesome, wholesome stories? Oh, um, let me see. Watching videos and trying to buy things I can't afford. Breaking glass windows. Breaking glass windows. <laughs> and not the kind in a career. This, the kind that makes it easier to break into my house. No, I, um, I think I'm good. I think so far. Oh, I do have a funny story. Not a wholesome one, but 
good. I feel like I I brought in a lot of heavy, not heavy-ish, but just more annoying stuff. Funny stories, wholesome moments. I mean, I think mine's wholesome, but mine's more funny too. And I'm more laughing at my own jokes. So I do have a wholesome, but this is a this this happened today, and oh, I was laughing so hard. So on our way back from our honeymoon, we had our layover in Philadelphia, as I said, and we stopped in at Chickie and Pete's to eat, and we were using our phone chargers because they had outlets on the wall. Well, whenever we left, we were already tired, just kind of ready to go sit and wait for our flight. But Tom must have left his phone charger plugged into the wall because a couple days after we got home, he was looking for his portable charger cord and it was nowhere to be found. So he goes, hey, I think I left it in Philadelphia. And I was like, oh, well, did you call? Nah, I'm not that worried about it. Oh, okay, no big deal. So Tom's been using this 10 foot long charging cord to charge his phone from his little portable charger. He was using... <laughs> Like a 12-inch cord, a short one. So he had it. I guess he must have thought he had everything in his pocket because he got up off the couch to go into the kitchen for something. And it was right around Coop's time to get fed. Okay. But not quite there. Coop was following us around. So as Tom gets up to walk. Coop is her dog, people, if you need a reminder. <laughs> yes, Coop is, Coop is our dog. Lucky's our cat. So as Tom gets up off the couch, his phone is still sitting there but as he's walking his phone is kind of dragging <laughs> and i'm assuming he's going to feel it fall when it falls off the couch no he's still he's still walking and his phone just falls off the couch onto the floor and i just start laughing and he just keeps walking and i go how did you not feel that but apparently he must not have heard me because he gets into the kitchen and he phone gets caught on the corner like the wall where it ends because the uh, hallway to the kitchen so tom looks back and goes coop what are you doing and i can't talk i'm laughing so hard at this point and then he just looks at cooper and goes cooper you dick and look i go what did cooper do this wasn't his fault right I, i'm like where what's going on he didn't say it mean he just said it jokingly we absolutely love our animals. We care for them very deeply. We celebrate all milestones, birthdays, Christmas holidays. We are huge animal lovers. So Tom was joking at this point, And he goes, oh, well, Coop must have tried to get my attention and must have rubbed up on my leg and knocked my phone out of my pocket. I was like, no, Coop didn't do that. <laughs> no. You left your phone on the couch and just walked away with your 2,000-foot fucking cord. <laughs> now you're yelling at this poor dog. And they got caught around the corner like my like Tessa's vacuum does when she's trying to vacuum. She thinks she's... He was like, well, why didn't you say anything? I'm like, I was laughing too hard. <laughs> I, I could not get a word out. Well, I did I did try to ask you. No, it was just... You just, you just ignored me because you were on a mission. It was just so funny because I don't know how he didn't... Because the cord was hanging out of his pocket. I don't know how he did not feel that move. It just kept walking. <laughs> this phone is just like trailing behind him oh it was the funniest thing and then, then poor cooper's like what 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 i do i, I just want i just want food <laughs> why are you yelling at me <laughs> i need to pause for a second really quick because i gotta go check the food that's in the oven okay give me 20 seconds so listeners i had to go run and check the oven and i come back and jackie's just chugging a glass of wine <laughs> And it made me so happy. It was a final drink. But I am going to pour some more. I love it. No, I just, 
I decided like I was walking through the grocery store and I was like, ooh, this roast sounds good. I'm not sure how to cook it. I'm just gonna put a bunch of dry herbs on it in a pan with some beef broth on the bottom and put it covered in tinfoil. Describe this roast. I don't wanna describe this roast. I couldn't see the name on the roast because it was in the reduced meat section. Oh, it's not your normal roast? No, it's not my moose roast. Oh. Which I realized I tried to take my moose roast out of the oven. I mean, out of the freezer. They're steaks. Again? No. It's, that's all we have left oh. there. <laughs> oh. It always intrigued me because the last time she was saying she was cooking a roast, and I had stated, oh, we didn't have any meat like that on sale at our grocery store because we love doing slow cooker meals. They're so convenient. Oh, and yeah. Tess was like, oh, no, it's moose. <laughs> I was like, oh, I keep forgetting that you have that. Yeah. So, I mean, then this is a little bit of backstory, guys. Um, my fiance is a big hunter. His whole family, they do elk hunt, deer hunt. Um, moose is very rare to get. You get one moose a year out here in Utah. I'm not sure what other state laws are because I've never been a hunter. And they are a family that's really good at using like nose to tail possible meat where I think that's awesome. So <laughs> hopefully that doesn't deter people from listening. So that's the only reason why we have moose is that my future sister-in-law got her moose tag and we had moose from like last year, I think, or two years ago. So would you ever hunt? I don't know. I'm going to do my hunter safety so I can go out hunting with them. Because as a rule, it's if you're going to go out on a hunt with anybody, even just to hang out and not even carry a gun, they still want you to do hunter safety to be safe, which I think is really smart. And that everybody should do that. But I don't know if I'd ever get to the point where I could pull a trigger. I love shooting, but probably not. I can never hunt nor watch animals die. But yeah, so my wholesome moment... As we start wrapping up this lovely time. Oh, did you have something? No. <laughs> it is. I was going to say, do we want to describe the wholesome moment? Then I was like, no, we've already done that. Yeah. Well, I mean, we can remind them. We've just decided that instead of always bitching and complaining, because that's a big part of this podcast, it's just venting about stuff and relating and helping each other through it, that it would be kind of fun to think of wholesome moments throughout the week. Um, and I just realized I kind of have two, which one of them is a local shout out. I had two friends, close friends that I love, who I actually would do a small segment on their local radio station here called the panel and we would just give relationship advice to people once a week they just won the amc for large market radio personalities in country music oh that's awesome so i am so proud of them and congratulations to lexi and banks from cable 93 out here in utah it is so exciting They've had a, they posted videos and everything of them winning the AMC and opening it because of what the AMC did this year. Instead of inviting people out, they mailed them big boxes and said, you have to video record their reactions. So it was like, it was a real time unboxing video of them <laughs> unboxing their AMC win. Well, if it's on YouTube, I will watch it. And I will just send it to you on Facebook. Even better. But it made my heart so happy because... They've worked so damn hard for it. Oh, that's awesome. Good for them. Congratulations. That's yeah, awesome. Cannot. They've been together for like seven or eight years now working together. They did a couple years at a different radio station. They moved to this country one. Uh, my other wholesome moment is going back to the bridal shower and to the gift that my mother got me. Because you know what? These showers, they want you to just hold up the gifts and show everybody what you got. It's so awkward. And I open mine and my mom just starts giggling because they're maternity nursing bras. <laughs> And I was like, no, I'm not going to hold these up. And mom's like, oh, come on. I was like, no, I'm not going to hold up my maternity bras. But hell, I guess this is the closest to lingerie I'm getting on my bridal shower today. Oh, I'm so glad we asked for gift cards. That would have been so awkward. 
And everybody started laughing. Like my fiance's cousin was just dying. <laughs> and I said, yep, I get maternity bras and maternity leggings. I thought I was really hilarious. A couple other people chuckled around the room. <laughs> but I was also in a very predominantly Mormon environment. So, yeah. So I'm sure those those are probably a lot more laid back than other bridal showers probably are around the United States or world. I'm not sure. Uh, bridal showers usually have alcohol. That's true. Mine definitely did. So yours had no alcohol? <laughs> no, because Mormons don't drink. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Followers of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints don't drink. We're not supposed to call them Mormons anymore. So being PC. So, uh, so his in-laws are 100%... My in-laws. Oh, your in-laws. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Your in-laws are 100% Church of Latter-day Saints followers. Not 100%, but his grandma, who was hosting the what reception was, which I mean, yeah, which was hosting the shower was, um, Cole's mother is, and she doesn't drink, and a lot of the aunts and cousins that were going to be there were. Plus, they weren't going to openly provide alcohol when I couldn't drink. But I think out of the people that showed up, it was maybe, maybe be me and one other person that I know of that would have had an alcoholic beverage so yeah I think at my bridal shower it was just me and like one or two other bridesmaids who were just drinking I mean I was at home where the hell was I gonna go I had I was fine yeah hey why not I mean the living room's not that far so no not at all <laughs> so what is your your wholesome moment because mine was a lame lingerie joke about getting maternity bras on my bridal shower no my wholesome moment is so my grandfather is 94 years old, and he has cancer. Oh. Hmm. He was recently, well, I guess last year he was diagnosed with cancer, but he didn't tell anybody. So we found out this year that it had spread, and it is now in his bones. So, which is another reason why I left my job was to be able to spend more time with my grandfather and help him out where needed, whether it be helping him run errands, taking him to doctor's appointments, just being able to spend more time with him. Well, Tom and I went up on Friday and we had a lunch with him and I was able to go to, we chose Friday because my hometown pizza place was open. It is just the best pizza I've had. I absolutely love it. They have the best sauce. Oh, the one that was closed last time you tried to go up? Yes. Good. Okay, so you finally got it. Yeah, we tried to go up in 2020, and it was right when COVID happened, so everything was shut down. We were going up because my job that I had, they closed for two weeks every year in March. It was a country club. Well, we did our two-week closing right as essentially the rest of the world did their closing. So the pizza place was closed. So we couldn't go up in 2020. Couldn't go up last year. Yeah. This year, we were going to do the same thing during closing before we left for our honeymoon. But again, because of a spike in COVID cases, they shut down again. Boo. Ugh. I was like, COVID again? Damn it. No, we completely understood. We were absolutely not upset. I mean, we, we were upset that we couldn't get it, but we were not upset with them for closing by any stretch of the imagination. If anything, we thought, well, good for them. They're thinking about the community and others. They're putting the community above profit for once. Not for once for them, but that's a rarity to see these days. So we knew that I was going to be leaving my job, so we were going to have plenty of more time to go up there. So finally, on Friday, we were able to go up there and get their pizza. Their sauce is just, I could drink their sauce. It's so good. 
Don't drool while you're talking about it. Kind of look like you got close there. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Let me wipe my mouth a little bit. I mean, <laughs> just kind of dab. No, it was very nice to be able to have dinner with him. My grandpa just, he gets lonely because he lives by himself. And anytime he gets visitors, it just means the world to him. With cancer, he's been losing weight. So he's been having to buy new clothes. Okay. But he loves to put on his new clothes and just look real sharp, as he would say. Oh, that's awesome. So it was, it's always very nice to be able to see him and spend time with him. And he just, he just really gets a kick out of having us come up for lunch and... He also very much loves the pizza place. So it was just, it was very nice getting to spend time with him. Well, that is awesome. Yeah. And he loves to just kind of go back over his old stories. And sometimes he doesn't always remember that he's told us these stories every time we come up. But I still, I still love hearing about him. And so does Tom. Mine was the, my, both of my grandmothers have, have slash had, well, Alzheimer's and dementia. And so even if I've heard their story for the 40th time, it still just made me so happy because they were telling it for the first time. Oh yeah. Cause the happiness that it brings him to tell these stories, just, it just makes me so happy just to be able to hear them and to give him someone to tell these stories to. So my wholesome moment is just getting to spend time with my grandpa. He helped raise me. He essentially helped make me who I am today. He was and always has been just a huge part of my life. And he adores Tom. So that just makes it so much better. And Tom adores him. Tom always gets so happy to get to go up to see him. We love getting to call him. And he can't really hear. So whatever he talks about, we just just go with. So it, it's always great just to get to hear his voice and to spend time with him. So it's... Yeah, that's beautiful. Tom's not here, but it's it's our it's a wholesome moment for both of us, so... Oh, yeah. But I think that's a beautiful note to end on, too, is just reminding them that no matter whether it be first world problems that we need to vent about this week or much bigger heartbreaking issues like loved ones having cancer or anything else... And happening in this world that there are still those very beautiful moments despite everything and just remembering those and I think that's another reason why we do the wholesome moments is being able to remember that. Yeah, and one like when I first found out about my grandfather's diagnosis, Tom asked me because I was I was really down. Tom asked me how I was doing, and I honestly did not know how to answer because as sad as I was and just as devastated as I was, I also wasn't the person physically going through it. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't want to be selfish about it and make it about me. Oh, absolutely not. I talked to my grandpa and thing is he had known for a year that he had cancer of some sort and he never told us, but he has he's been a little down here and there, but for the most part he's remained in good spirits. I think he has come to terms with it and he understands. He's 94. He's had a he's had a long good life and as long as he's in good spirits, we are in good spirits for him. So as sad and upset as I was, I still look to him and how he was reacting and dealing with it. And he just, he seemed just happy to have people coming around and spending time with him. And it made me happy to know that he was still happy in some form. Like he has company, he has his loved ones around him. And that's what makes him happy is being surrounded by his loved ones. Well, on that note, thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it so yes, much. Thank you guys so much. Um, we will post another episode soon. Please write in. Contact us. Um, Facebook is up and running. Twitter is up and running. Instagram has started. I need to log back in and post some stuff, but we will get there. <laughs> okay. Have a good night, guys. Or a day or morning, whenever the hell you listen to this. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.
Email us at unleashednojudge at gmail.com with any ideas, stories, feedback, or just anything that you would like to discuss with us. Again, that is unleashednojudge at gmail.com. U-N-L-E-A-S-H-E-D-N-O-J-U-D-G-E at gmail.com. Thank you.